you're listening to the Seven Transformations Podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining me. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. Happy Friday to you. And today we are talking transformation. What is it? Where is it? When does it happen? And how? My goal with this interview is to take a little more down-to-earth approach. It's something that we often uh, put on a pedestal in the hopes that we can see transformation as an everyday thing in our conversations that we do with our friends, with our coworkers, in our daily work. So today, my guest is Amanda Peterson. Say hello, Amanda. Hello. How are, how are it's you? good to be here. Yeah, good to see you. I'm so excited to talk with you because your work is directly in the world of, of transformation. I mean, everybody, I feel everybody's has some you know, transformative aspects to what they do. Uh, but, uh, you know, tell them about what you do. So I am the founder of a center called Pathways of Grace, which I guess you would say is a transformation center. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then individually, I meet with people who want to show up to their inner life or their faith life and have that show up in the outside world. So really get their own values and their own belief systems in order so they can live it in their everyday lives. Beautiful. And then I do trainings on deep listening, teaching people how to listen below the surface. That's amazing. It's such a rewarding path in life to be able to work on those things that truly matter, that make a difference in people's life paths and helping them with their vision, with their life purpose. I think that's really beautiful. Very blessed. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's amazing. Well, my next question, I think you know the answer. It's, have you ever thought of your work as transformative? I'm <laughs> guessing you you know the answer to that one. So I'm going to skip ahead and, and ask you, what does transformation mean to you when you hear that word from your experience? I think transformation is becoming more of who you already are hmm. and the willingness to show up to that. So it's the ability to kind of strip off those things that really aren't you, mm -hmm. that you've been living by, and going deeper and becoming more of, of who you are. Mm. Um, and it's the want to be able to have that happen. Mm. Having the willingness mm -hmm. for it to embrace your life. Well, in your work with people in, through Pathways of Grace and, and what you're doing, what does what does it mean to your life purpose? You know, what does it mean to your big picture of what you're here to do? What is your why, basically? I mean, that's kind of what the question points to. I've always said that I'm here to create a safe space for other people to explore their lives. Hmm. So that's that's my why. There's so few places that people can go and really be honest about who they are, say all the things they're thinking in their head, not necessarily for any kind of goal or to yeah. get anywhere, but just for the exploration hmm. of who am I and why am I here and 
How does that all fit? Hmm. Space is such an important concept. I, I talk about space a lot because I think everything is a space in some way or another, you know, and it's, it's such an interesting idea. Like, you know, if you think about your stomach, it's a space for food, you know, but it's also a space for, you know, contentment or feeling, you know, whatever, feeling fulfilled. And if you take that example a little further, let's say human beings, what are we a space for? You know, space for creativity, a space for, you know, uh, listening for other people, a space for whoever. That's your, you know, your life purpose in some way is tied to space in some way or in some form or another, I believe. So it's it's very fulfilling to hear somebody else echo those ideas that space is something, you know, we, your goal is to create a space for other people. You yeah. Know? And, and that's, that's really, what what, did you feel as a child that that was something that was natural to you being a space for others or is this something that developed over the course of your life i think it was natural and then it has developed so my daughter often teases me that i can be in the grocery line and somebody will end up telling me their entire story <laughs> and end up in tears magnetically because attracted to you. <laughs> mom why does everybody cry every time <laughs> they get near you it's, i think it's because i create a safe space yeah. for things to come out that uh, normally don't in in mm. other spaces. So, yeah. Well, that's that's a real gift. That's good. <laughs> you know, that's... Now everybody's going to be afraid to come near me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tears of joy. What is uh you know, what is one of your most transformative experiences? I guess you could interpret this question whether it's with a client or maybe even for yourself. So however you want to take a stab at it. Okay. I think the most transformative for clients is when they give themselves permission to change their story. Hmm. So they may have always said, well, I don't do that. And to open themselves up to say, well, maybe I could. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I am uh, able to use my voice with other people. Hmm. Maybe I don't have to shut down. And when they finally get that, it's amazing to hmm. watch all the walls fall down and hmm. their whole lives expand. And now they're a little freer to hmm. show up in the world. So it's, it's amazing. And I'd say my own transformation has echoed that. Hmm. When I've allowed my story to change, and, oh, well, this is who I am. Go to, well, maybe this isn't who I am. Maybe I'm something else. What would that look like? When I've allowed those stories mm. to change, that's where the deepest transformation takes place. Hmm. Yeah, you know, in, in interviewing all these, I've had several interviews now on this topic with different people, and I've been writing down kind of bullet points and creating a, a list of Okay, what what is transformation? When does it happen? This kind of thing. And it was really interesting to me because everybody had a different take on it, but there's definitely this theme of willingness and openness, you know, and being able to let go. You know, like transformation happens when, you know, something changes, but it has to change meaningfully, and that can change either by letting it go, being willing to open you know and stretch and try something new maybe you know those kinds of things so 
it's I'm always interested to hear, you know, what other people's take on it is. Well, and you make a very good point with that willingness. Mm-hmm. That's the key yeah. is the willingness. Because oftentimes yeah. we want transformation, you know, you do a like a prayer, Lord, change my life, but yeah. don't touch my family. Right. Right. <laughs> um, you know. Change so, this, selective, change that. Make selective transformation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's the willingness to let anything happen mm. is where transformation happens. Yeah. And that's huge. I honor anybody who wants to show up to that because that's, yeah. that's, that's big. That is. It's a big risk. It's, it's conquering your, your fears and, uh, uh, you know, being okay with whatever happens. That's, that's a big deal. I always heard the cool quote. It said, courage is having the fear but acting anyway right you know yes well uh with your relationships as you've grown into the work that you're doing now from the work you did before you were a minister Mm -hmm. we were talking yeah so when you were from when you were a minister to where you are now how long have you been doing what you're doing now as far as 11 years 11 years okay so in that 11 years this is a two-part question the first part is what has been some major transformative aspects of your life that has changed you? And, you know, how have those aspects impacted the relationships around you? So, you know, let's say, gosh, you know, running my own business has made me a lot more patient. So now when I'm, you know, having my relationships with the people closest to me, they yeah, I'm much more patient with them or whatever. I'm just throwing a, an example out there. But how have you changed and what's been the impact on the relationships from then and now? Okay. Um, I think the biggest change has been I now know everybody's doing the best they can. Hmm. And the um, the gift of transformation is it's very humbling. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to know that everybody's trying yeah. Everybody's doing this. So now my relationships as I meet people and I'm just in awe that they're showing up. Yeah. Um and to let them be where they're at. Acceptance. Yeah. Really. And connection of I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I had a, an interview with uh one of my friends Wesley who uh he's the founder of this co-founder of a place called Psylogia Institute and uh you know, they do a lot of this consciousness work and things like that. And, and one of the parts of the interview, we, we said everybody's doing the best they can for the level of consciousness that they're at exactly. at, the, at the current time, you know, and it's it's really interesting and it's true. You know, we tend to have these expectations of people's behavior one way or another. And uh, I think one of the biggest lessons that also go in, goes in line with willingness, you know, that this is actually one of the topics in the book that i'm writing with with the transformation you know seven transformations are like the seven chakras and the the sixth you know is your your mind and the way i kind of phrase it or look at it is that it's a transformation of the mind which is the mind is generally the place where we judge and we put things you know in a certain box and willingness the mind for it to be flexible and open to not judge willingness and acceptance is one of those main transformations that we have to go through consistently. You have to be open-minded and uh, allow, you know, maybe that what you judged is not right, is not absolute truth. You know, your relationship to truth about others, to yourself, your your willingness to let things in, 
to listen. I think listening is a big part of that too. That's all one major ongoing transformation that we have to continually pay attention to. In my language, I talk about it as um, leading with the heart. Mm. I mean, if you're talking about chakras, leading from that center yeah. instead of the head center. Yeah. That the, the brain is just doing what it does. Yeah. It loves to categorize and, and put things in boxes and make life easy for us to function, yeah. but we have it driving the bus. Yeah. And it's the heart that needs to drive the bus. That's where the willingness comes from, the mm. pause comes from, the listening. Absolutely. And then allows the brain, the brain will follow right along. Yeah. But it's getting that brain to just be a passenger on the bus and not <laughs> Make it drive work for it. You, don't yes. work for their brain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So true. I think the heart is something that we have suppressed, especially today, where everything is all about analyzing and and keeping track of things and thinking 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 and being strategic like i look at some of these kids that go to school now uh and it's it's just crazy how much information from a very young age that we're bombarded with and having to react to and think and strategize and jump through hoops it's mental overload and you look at some of the other things that foster more heart-driven things like listening or you know empathy or whatever connecting with others you don't see that in the upbringing, in the general upbringing of, of school and, you know, education. You just don't have that. So I think when people are full-fledged adults, you know, you have all this thinking, 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 but then there's so much unhappiness because there hasn't been enough attention put on some of these other things to balance it out. Well, the external world rewards our brain yeah. for doing what it does. So it, I mean, and literally our brain releases the dopamine and yeah. all these things of, oh, I checked my email. I got yeah, this I got right. Oh, I <laughs> you get a little boost, right? <laughs> That's why I'm so passionate about the inner life, the mm. heart life that allows us to be in control of our lives, mm. to be moving from something bigger than ourselves, yeah. to use our brain in a way it was meant to be used. Yeah. So um, then you're free. Yeah. You're not living for all the externals. You're not living for the dopamine rush. You're not living for the stories you've been told. Mm. You're really participating fully in life. It's very exciting. Yeah. Unlocking the brain for what it's supposed to do, which is enhance your life mm -hmm. instead of imprison you, mm -hmm. which is, I think, something we all need. So, well, with with transformation, even having a transformational career, and having a, a work that's very rewarding, there's always the mundane that comes into play with what we do. The things that we necessarily don't want to do or the obstacles, you know, the the things that happen day to day that are not transformational, so to speak. But maybe they can be. So what is your take on the mundane and how do you avoid the endless supply of things that make us cynical? And cut off possibility, cut off creativity, cut off transformation, you know. Curiosity. Hmm. I think just staying curious, being in wonder. Yeah. Um, at least helps me be more balanced in that. Yeah. So I can get into all the nitty gritty of everything that needs to be done. But if mm -hmm. I can throw curiosity into it, it just takes me in a different place. Yeah. Um, so... Um, How do you, are there any things in particular that help you 
get into a curious state of being. Because it's certainly opposite of a thinking state of being. You know? Right. <laughs> so how do we make the flip from one to the other? For me, my my spiritual practices do that. Mm-hmm. So meditation, reflection. Mm-hmm. So not just taking something at its face value. At the end of the day, I'll reflect mm-hmm. and get curious about my day. Mm-hmm. What did I notice? Wow, I was in the mundane all day today. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Why did I do that? What was going mm-hmm. on? How do I? So I ask questions of my life on a regular basis. So slowing yourself down and also reflecting mm-hmm. on, on what the day has been. Yeah, not just let the day happen, but yeah. really come back and go, hmm, wonder what happened there. Well, that mm. was interesting. Yeah, having an inquisitive approach to your own life. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's good. Well, what right now do you think is the biggest obstacle for transformation to happen? Unwillingness. Unwillingness. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And also, we can only see what we can see. Mm. So not exposing to ourselves to other opportunities, other people, other mm. ideas. So we only know what we know. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get challenged or stretched, then transformation's a lot harder. Yeah. I think a, a, a willing mind to say you can take a horse... Would lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, right? So it's, it really plays to that idea. What is the final question for you, Amanda? And you can tell me what your life lessons about your particular path, working in the field that you do with transformation, with helping people. What have you learned about people or business or life in general? You know, like from the work you do, how has that given you wisdom about the rest of the world what can you share i think it's um just to love Hmm. to be curious um to be open to continually remember i have enough on my own plate i don't need to be messing in your plate Hmm. (laughs) um and just to care to create that space for people that's the biggest thing do i have Hmm. time to create space for people to enter into my life Mm. and just let them come as they are welcome as they are that's beautiful thank you for sharing that well that pretty much concludes our uh, interview where can they find you amanda where can they if they're curious about their life their vision maybe they need some help with with some direction you know where can they find you where can they learn more about your center maybe take that listening course we're at www.pathwaysofgrace.com and we're located on 14th Place and Northern in Phoenix. Super. Awesome. And then I'll post uh, all the info on the show notes, guys, for the Instagram and website and things like that so you guys can get a hold of Amanda. She has some amazing stuff over there and a lot of people. Uh, it's a really a collaboration of a lot of, you know, workers there you know healers that type of thing you know transformational work in all kinds of variety of areas so if you or anybody you know that needs some guidance whatever it happens to be those things are always important in our life regardless of where we're at and what level of success we want i think that that kind of guidance from somebody else uh is like space you know having that space that is invaluable so 
Well, that concludes our interview on transformation with Amanda. Thank you, Amanda, so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been awesome. So tune in every Friday, guys, where I hold some great conversations about these types of topics. And my goal is that you will find yourself in these stories. My goal is to share these interviews with everybody so that they can benefit and contribute to their life. So if anybody you know can add value to their lives through this episode or maybe would benefit from people like Amanda, let them know. You never know what kind of difference you'll make. And likewise, if the show adds value to your life, I do these things for free. My goal is to just create a space similar to how we're talking today for people to come and learn about empowering themselves to create a life they love, to learn about transformation. And so, you know, it does take time, a lot of investment, and every little bit helps. If you'd like to donate to the show, check my website. You've got all my information on there. I do 20% of all my donations go to charity. I'm involved with a lot of charities throughout the year, and you can check more about that on my community page. And uh, tell me which one that you'd like to support. I think we can make the world a better place through transformation one step at a time. And it's interviews like these with Amanda and others that I hope to bring to you as a resource for creating that vision and uh, helping you on your own journey. So thank you one more time, Amanda. Thank you. For this awesome interview. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, Stay connected at the 7